Welcome to the Inclusive Workplace Insider. If you're a leader looking to build a corporate culture that's inclusive and profitable, you're at the right place. Let's get to the show. An applicant comes along and they seem dreamy on paper and on interview and everyone is absolutely impressed. They are your quote-unquote ideal candidate. You give them the offer and they reject it for whatever reason. And now be asked, why? Why does that happen? And that's why I want to address these three factors that needs to be addressed within the recruitment conversation. First factor that you need to discuss within the recruitment conversation is on that top talent's non-monetary motivation. The whole concept of them being paid under market rate or not being paid competitively, it's not even in the realm of orbit for them because they're top talents and they expect to be compensated accordingly. So when they do go into other job interviews, not just yours, the question of, am I going to get paid enough for this? That doesn't even occur to them. They just assume that, of course, they're going to pay me well. So that's why you need to know what's the non-monetary motivation. And that can mean anything. That can mean anywhere from what are their career goals, what's going on in their life in particular, just getting to know them as person. By you uncovering this factor within the recruitment conversation, all of a sudden you have something other than just good benefits, a good compensation plan to be able to really build a rapport with the top talent. For example, it turns out top talent really, really loves Cats organization has something around paternity leave. Even though it might seem insignificant, all of a sudden, when you're asking your top talents questions like that, they feel hurt. If all the offers are the same, the cultures seem all great and things like that, that might be that one swing factor that none of the other organizations have brought up. And that's why the top talent says everything seems pretty similar, but this one really stood out. So make sure to understand their non-monetary motivation. And the second factor that you need to address within the recruitment conversation with these top talents is on what does your organization have that no other organization will be offering. With the other organizations, the conversation is going to look something like this. We are a great company. We have great culture. We pay people well. Recruitment team from other organizations, they want to convince the top towns too. But the thing is, I mean, once or twice, it sounds good, but sounds the same. It's different organization. The structure and the pointers are exactly the same. That's why you really need to be strategic on this. And when you reference your employer branding strategy, a really good portion of it will be focusing on this what makes your organization different from the rest. And this is something that you need to communicate to the top talent. A little bit of a pattern interrupt for them. But as well, top talents want to continue to be on the winning team. And they like being challenged. And that's what makes them top talents in the first place. You need to communicate why your organization is different. Like, What's that unconventional approach that your organization is doing, whether within the market, to the industry, 
or even to the employees that is going to make your organization stand out when your top talents leave the interview conversation and three days later reviewing all the offers or looking through organization and asking what do they like you need something that's going to stand out that's going to be the second thing that you need to address within the recruitment conversation last thing that you need to communicate within your recruitment conversation for the top talents is the fact that they are not just a number and that your organization is equally invested in getting that top recruitment on board and getting to know that top talent as much as a top talent is want to get to know you and putting in their time, their resources, and so on. When you look at how top talents interview, how they show up in the organization, something that really makes them stand out from the rest is their dedication and how much resources they're putting into getting to know the organization, getting to know the industry. You can tell within minutes that they have done the research about the organization. They know everyone's name. They do a lot of work even before they get to the interview stage. Nobody wants to feel as if they are just a number. It is because they want to feel acknowledged, they want to feel important, and that should not be an exception within the recruitment conversation. So anything that is going to give them an impression that they're just numbers. So for example, hey, sorry, what was your name again? No, 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 just take a couple of seconds before they come in, know their name, go look at their resume or whatever as you're saying hi. After the interview, make sure that you're not sending them these canned templates that it's very obvious that it is going to go out to a thousand other people. So the point being, do not make them feel like they are just one of those 200 applicants. So that's the last factor that you need to communicate in the recruitment conversation. So to recap, three factors that you need to communicate throughout the recruitment conversation to make sure that your top talents are more likely to take up on your offer is number one, know their non-monetary motivation. Number two, what makes your organization different from the rest? And last but not least, they are not feeling like just a number. Thank you for tuning into this episode of Inclusive Workplace Insider. Check out the show notes for additional resources and links. And if you'd like to see how these ideas can be applied in your organization, head over to inclusiveworkplaceinsider.com slash idea. See you next time.